Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Biased Commentary Podcast. As usual, I'm Andy. I am Jordan. And I'm John. I, I did that uh, really and well. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. I'm glad that you took the time to say that during the podcast recording. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I just want the yeah, viewers to know I, that I, guess, I, I, don't, I, guess, I don't usually, yeah. I think this is the first time I started. Is it? I feel like I we've given it. you opportunities to start, but you've you fucked them up every single time. I've done it just because like i was i wasn't used to it but this is the first time i've started the podcast and as minor as that is reading the intro not even reading just ad-libbing the intro on on us dude's podcast you know i'm 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 proud of myself good account yeah yeah i I think i think you did well i think you you did well we can shoot it again if if y'all don't want this part no 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 this is fine this is fine i'm okay with it i'm okay with it all right what do you got um so i want to talk about some topics that were on twitter recently because i'm i'm on twitter too much right if anyone has um, a Twitter, you can just skip this episode. Yeah. <laughs> or you can use it to be more of a participant. Yeah, reinforce your yes, of course, of course. Be more important. Okay. So there are people like there's like a military force coming into Portland and like they're not identified using like military like equipment and they're just like kidnapping people, mm-hmm. like protesters and stuff. Um, oh yeah, it's pretty Gestapo y. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's pretty Gestapo-y. I would say it's <laughs> it sounds it's like something just that you'd Gestapo-y. read about <laughs> the, the, the Gestapo doing. Yeah, like, and that's just um, that's wild, man. Like, twenty twenty, here we are. Do we think Trump's gonna leave? If leave he loses, what? like, the presidency. Uh no, I don't think he's gonna leave. I think he's gonna bitch about it and eventually. Um, I fucking hope that he loses. I just he, he like. You want, you want to hear removed. my doomsday prediction? Yeah, yeah, go for I it. I'm pretty he, sure we have the same one. I think if he loses, all the all the forces in power that are designed to remove him from office are on his side. I think every every legal institution that like wants like is responsible for having a hand in removing him from office is is under trump influence in some way yeah uh, but that's just like a conspiracy theory because i personally don't know like word for word like in the fine print what those forces of power are like in my head it's basically like like a mall cop has to go into the oval office and like escort him by the hand like sir sir you can't be here sir they just like walk him out i mean but they're I'm very trying- they're not like mall cops. They they have guns. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're capable of actual crime crime solving. Not crime solving. You think it'll be like a like a very positive version of like Order sixty six, where the Secret <laughs> Service, like immediately after they found out the election has turned against them, they're just like, all right, <laughs> you gotta go, sir. <laughs> they just like eat them out. Like, um, do you think so? I don't. I think mean, so. I think the. I don't think so. I think the Secret Service is not a partisan institution. Like, there are people in there who are, you know, who have varied thoughts, and it's sort of a job that's not related to what the president is. It's just, like, you are a secret service because it doesn't really qualify you for a ton of other jobs. Hmm. That's true. That's a that's a sec- – well, wait, it doesn't? You could probably pretty easily get a job in security, couldn't you? Well, like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
That's not a wide variety of jobs. You could also probably trans. I mean, like you just have very good dedication and organizational skills. You can find work easy. I'm, I'm What's well, sure. also isn't Secret Service's years of training, right? Is it? I know a lot of federal positions require like training, but I don't know specifically how much. Oh, it's I'm not a, sure, it's but it's a it... fucking it's a fourteen week training course. That's it. What to be Secret Service? Well, I think it's after you're already a. Oh, yeah, a, a after, after you make it. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, but still like four weeks, fourteen weeks. Sorry, fourteen weeks. That is not. Can you imagine a, a Secret Service training like online course at the University of Phoenix. It's like <laughs> I signed up, and in fourteen weeks, they they got me on the Secret Service. <clears throat> yeah, I can fucking I can hear that ad on Spotify. Um, it's like especially, you know, if the government really tries, you know, upping up the the fashion. Fa fascisticness the fascism the fascism yeah um yeah, that word i can I see that being a spotify ad. on a similar note actually we're talking about how quickly you can be a secret service agent how short it will be uh it only takes about six months to be a cop oh that's crazy yeah yeah because they don't train really hey they train for six months that's the, the, the other countries they train their police officers for four years i learned about the krebs cycle for like eight years and i can't do it fuck the krebs cycle fuck the krebs cycle all right we get we segued a bit <laughs> yeah let me um i was gonna say i feel like um and maybe we should have done a little bit more research before we talked about this but i feel like um that's executive branch right like let's say president will step down that's executive branch like checks and balances are what is it the judicial branch and the legislative branch and then, like, what is it? The the fourth estate, whatever the fuck, journalism. That's oh. not going to do shit. Moving on. Um, <laughs> it hasn't. It hasn't done shit. Yeah. Like for the past, like what, like four years? Nothing. I think we. One of the reasons that I'm not too well read on this is because I think the the more uh, difficult hurdle is just going to be like voting him out. I think that's like you don't have to worry about apocalypse scenarios because we just have to worry about. The regular scenarios for now yeah yeah that's only like four months from now and like it's not going to be safe to vote i mean and he's gonna fuck with the mail one of the and worst things with the well he is fucking with the mail currently he is fucking yeah with the mail. there was a i read an article saying that like the postal service because of how continually it's been defunded uh like you know you, we, i think we talked about this in the past where it was like the the, the postal service is defunded and then lampoon for not being effective enough and then it's still effective with their budget cuts yeah right? no no the them. usps is is actually isn't um i don't believe they get any money they're a profitable or they do get money but they're a profitable organization yeah it's like they're doing yeah. well for themselves despite like lack of support and, and despite being a government organization yeah there was a there was actually uh, an article saying that you know a lot of people who are uh, a lot of the politicians that are saying defund uh the, like the mail system they come from uh, states where there are some bigger like rural presence uh and the usps is actually good because amazon and you know uh big like mail carriers sometimes don't deliver to certain areas because it's not yeah like, fedex ups it's like it's not US, efficient to yeah usps route there. will send you whatever because they have to yeah they have to it's their job it's their job. Yeah, they'll. Yeah, I I found that out. Like, um, I was trying to mail something to Iowa. 
and I don't even think it was like a particularly small town, but uh, USPS was like the only service that I could use to mail. Yeah, because they're the only people that will actually go to Iowa because they're forced to because they legally yeah. have to. In the entire ass state of Iowa. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I think Oskaloosa that was the name of the city, but it's like a city. It has like at least at least a dozen people. And so, so it's a village. I had to use USPS. Yeah, it's a village. Uh, let, let's not let's not bring up this village discourse <laughs> again. I'm just, I'm not. Um, okay, wait, wait. So, so no, like, like, like judicially, right? Like, I think the courts are loaded, but the the Supreme Court has indicated very recently that they are not necessarily bound to, um, like whatever Trump wants. So I think like if it comes down to like a Supreme Court decision. They're definitely gonna be like, yo, yeah, like if you're voted out, um, you gotta leave, dog. Yeah. Yeah, the Supreme Court has actually been like for the people, even though it's been a very conservative Supreme Court, it's been like for the people lately. Yeah, for it's definitely not pro fascism, at least like overtly. Yeah, I mean I'm kind know? of remembering that even though that court is Republican now, that they're still a lot more rational than Trump is. They're still rationally Republican. Not rational. I don't think anybody is rationally. You can't Republican. be rationally Republican. But they're just, you know, they. I, I'm forgetting that not every Republican is like loud, and they're like, you know, keep the Mexicans out. Yeah, I'm, they used to be quiet about it, and then would slowly like make things racist, and then like have you not know about it because they were so quiet. Yeah, and the the Supreme Court, like you know, I think they're trying to do its best. They're still like, I'm still pretty Republican. sure that they're going to try to overturn overturn abortion, but. Yeah, Lately, I think like, they've been doing yeah. fine. Like the chief justice like wrote about like some shit like that like recently, and I was like, oh, nah. Yeah, but in general, like you know, they're a little less crazy than the president. Yeah, I just need a secret service member to just take an L and do it for the team, you know. <laughs> take an L. I'm just, just I'm just saying, like every time. Every time this comes up, I just I want to will it into existence. It's probably that was something people joked about when he got elected, and I think that honestly be worse. It's like dying a hero, you know. Yeah, we need him to live. Unfortunately, a, a hero? Nah, nah, just end it. No, because then like people are gonna be like, oh, they killed our Lord and Savior, and then then if we if he gets killed, they'll honestly just believe that he was the second coming of Jesus, like. He, That's fine. Then you just rose, take those people out too. He rose to power. He was quote unquote oppressed by the liberal, the college elite. By and us. When he was about to write, when he was about to save us from our sins during his second term, he was murdered by the same people he came here to save. And then they start worshiping him, and it's going to be, I see his face everywhere. And there's going to be like posters like Trump loves you. And that's gonna hate it it's gonna be yeah awful. he he needs to live also because mike pence as president isn't a huge upgrade who said we'd stop at trump people. so how many people do you want to kill until how we get many, someone that you like service agents need to take L's yeah from? until until we reach a democrat and we can just do one one can just go all john wick i don't you know it, i don't think it works like that i think it since since trump picked his his you know his the people who are working in this administration and every time he like and the secret service member takes an l like it goes down that line you don't reach anyone that you personally would like john until like speaker of the house 
Well, that's Speaker of the House is second. Speaker of the House is after Vice President, so you don't have to oh, kill Trump and Pence on like the oh, same hour. Yeah, two, two. Yeah, yeah, you can do. You that. would have to I... kill. You'd have to kill Pence before people find out Trump is done. No one like this. Is not, this is not happen. No one's gonna do this. And even if someone did go out there and do this, it'd be an awful idea. Don't do it. It's gonna make things worse. No, do it. We'll have an Wait, can I can I read the line of succession? Because I actually know it yeah. pretty well. Okay. Um, so it's vice president, that's number one, and then speaker of the house, that's Pelosi. Okay. And then it's Republican, 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 Republican. Republican, Betsy DeVos, Republican, Republican. Yeah, okay, so just just Pence and Trump is fine. Just Pence and I Trump. Don't think, like, like I don't get, think get that breaking gonna, bad action in there. No use some rice in. Also, if you have coronavirus, just spit on them. No, that's not how, no. I don't we, we don't, we're not. No, having, I, no, we can't have them survive coronavirus because no. I don't, I don't want the president to be like, oh, yeah, I took, I took this oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I, I, I'm saved. So everyone, everyone's y'all saved. Are, y'all are looking in the wrong places at wrong I don't, I don't believe in the establishment. Not after this. Not after everything. I think, uh, what is it? Also, like, the moment it happens, like, the world is going to go nuts. Also, like, the moment it happens, if it does happen, which it shouldn't because it's an awful, it would be an awful occurrence. Uh, what is it? Like, there's going to be a, like, a surge of right-wing support. Like, fucking, like, undeclared voters... And centrists are all going to be like, well, now I have to vote red because, you know, to even the scales or some shit. And then, like, people on the other side will be like, oh, no, like, now I can't support where we're going with this. I'm going to abstain from voting because. See, I, I feel like this is the this is like the Punisher situation where, like, Daredevil is just, like, trying desperately to, like, not get the Punisher to, like, shoot someone and. Like in front of his face, and the punisher's like, "Nah, I'm just too angry." And just punisher like, demonstrably makes things worse. I, I'm pretty sure that's like one of the big. That is true. That is like true. Themes that is of, true. The, of his writing, like people when write him, they're like, "Yeah, Punisher doesn't actually make things better." And I think yeah. he himself understands that he doesn't make things better. That's why people. What is it? That's why the writers. Cops. I read. Uh, I think it was like a click. Wait, what'd you say? No, the cop. I was gonna say cops and. Oh yeah, military. no, that's what I was gonna say. The writers were like wanted cops to stop using his logo because like this is an awful it implies awful things you guys are failures well they probably didn't say these guys are failures but the punisher somebody did yeah someone probably did but not the writers i I don't want to misquote them uh but basically they were like the punisher represents like a failure in society to to you know commit to justice right and so the fact that law enforcement is using his symbol is really backwards because your your job is to uphold like justice and like law and order. Uh, Let's so, not yeah. tell him that. What do, what do you mean? <laughs> I like the irony. There was a what is it? I saw a shirt. What was it? There was a weird shirt. I saw a shirt one on during my lunch break that was the law and order like logo. I don't know if any. I I know we have like people listening from abroad. I don't know if they have law and order. It's gonna sound so law and order do. is a is a an american crime procedural about uh it's existed for like 20 years fiction they have law and order in other countries do they they do like the the tv show or in general they have law and order as like concepts they're not like we're not the tv show all right but the tv show yes so 
they definitely also know the meme of the dun dun, like you know, like what is it, two a.m. Like, yeah. oh wait, actually, I'm sorry. This is going to be unrelated to the thing that's going to come after this, but I think the Russian Law and Order is specifically based off Law and Order Los Angeles. Huh? Why did they pick that one? I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's like there was like one season of that, right? Something like that, isn't it? Yeah, there, I think there was one or two seasons. Okay, moving on. Sorry. That's... What was I saying? So, yeah. So, uh, what is it? The shirts don't say law and order. They just say law and justice. Because, like, law, if you think about it, right? Like, there's nothing, like, order on itself. Isn't necessarily good. Isn't, isn't necessarily good. It's not, like, something you want to, like, uphold. Yeah. You're not trying to uphold order. You're trying to uphold justice. Justice isn't, like, orderly. Yeah. And that's, like, civil the, like civil rights era is, like, as a perfect example of that people upholding the values that justice should be protecting and that it's not orderly at all. Like people defending their rights is not orderly. It's, you know, you're upholding law and justice, not order is, and when you start thinking about only upholding order, it's like, let's keep people it, down. It, yeah. People, it implies certain things. It's not great. Uh, I just thought that was cute. It was a cool shirt. I want to see if I can buy that shirt online. I probably can. Probably. Uh, so what were you we saying? Oh yeah, uh, don't just take L's. You know, it's all right. Your life uh, has a lot of potential. Secret Service agents, do your best. You have job opportunities out there. I mean, they probably have the discussion at every union meeting. They absolutely don't. <laughs> do they have a union? I mean, they. I if they like have they a union, they're probably liberal. <laughs> I feel like true? at at the at the end of every discussion, they're just like, "Oh yeah, I'll see you at the hockey game." It's like, "Yeah, I'll see you at the hockey game." Then they all like go into the back like supply closet, and then they're just like, they got like they turn all the cameras off and everything. They put like towels on all the mics, and they're just like, "Yo, okay, so so we got to vote again." And it's like, "Really? Again?" And it's like, "Yes, every week." All right, are we doing it or not? And it's like, "No." It's like, "Okay, all right, that's fine." There's always like one guy who's like, "I'm just, I just gotta put it out there," you know, like it's. Just... <laughs> Stop calling it to a vote, Jim. No one wants to do it. It's like I'm sorry, my parents were trapped in cages. Like I don't know. Like it's oh no. no. Like or like my mom died from coronavirus. Like every every week, there's been successively more people like on the side. So you're saying and that then, we're getting you're getting closer to, to the to we the are union okay. Vote. The the amount of people that Trump has fucked over, like has has just gone up exponentially. Like can you imagine? Like having someone that you love die from coronavirus because this fucking dude was like for three months just ignoring all this shit. And then like you're at the weekly vote and you're just like, yeah, nah, man, let's do it. And then like there's just like the one guy who's at the head and he's just trying to keep all of them from like, you know, not doing it. I think one of the yeah. if you th- like that's a show I'd watch. That's a that's one of the the uh, the problem with that is that Trump isn't actually fucking over people who have a lot of political power. If you think about it, but the Secret Service—they don't have political power. No, but yeah, it's, I it's, think it's about fucking over people who have guns. No, no, I think so, John. You said that like if you think about how many people like Trump has fucked over, like, uh, like, he, like there must be enough people to like be against them. But the thing is, like, uh, the Secret Service, like, yeah, they'll they'll get like, you know, they're not happy. They probably don't have a direct conflict like their parents being put in cages. But there are a lot of them. There's probably at least one. They still have job security, but like if you think about all the stuff Trump's done, like the 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 concentration camps along the South, uh, coronavirus, 
guidelines, you know, stuff like that. He hasn't done that to anyone with a significant amount of political pull that it'll impact him, right? Like, not a lot of, like, it's just like a, or like a, what is it, the the the, the pipelines along Indian Reservation territory? So you're saying that, like, if he pissed off someone with political pull, then they'd influence the Secret Service he, to assassinate him. If he did something like deploy the National Guard to New York and, like, started like disrupting lives like it, it would receive a lot more attention than him driving three pipelines across native american reserves i i genuinely think that i think the amount of of impact that the amount of attention we give to something depends on how much it affects us and how much we care about it and like hearing about awful things like we care like we can say we care about it but the end of the like this might be really like a really negative thought, but I think it's way more impactful if like Trump it hits home. Like graffiti like it's more impactful if Trump graffitis my house than if he like like wages a war on Mexico. Maybe not the wages of war, but like No no no, it is. It's absolutely true. Because you well, wouldn't no, care. That, that actually has like widespread, you know, no, but you wouldn't effect. care as much. I would no, I would care because that has like nationwide effects. No, but you wouldn't care as much as him personally coming over and graffitiing your house. That's true. That'd be a bit mind blowing. I wouldn't know how to. I would be like in shock and awe at that point. So that yeah, you're you're kind of right. I think it's just the the novelty of it would throw me off. You know, yeah. what would he? Even no, write? I mean, like, <laughs> like would he... imagine if he just graffitied like hi. <laughs> like, it wasn't even like a bad message. He just graffitied. I would be your so, house. I'd be like, why does he want? To start a conversation, and it's like military grade graffiti, oh, like it can't be washed off. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of things that affect us, yeah. how about Steinway? Oh yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Why don't we, you we lead that off? We went really far away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the blame for that one. Sorry, it's, team. it's, it's okay. Fuck. Oh, so for the past, past couple nights in Astoria, which is a a community in uh, Queens, New York City, New York. Um, people just been partying like in the streets, no masks, no social distancing, you know, making noise complaints up until like the, the AMs. It's it's crazy, man. And we're in New York City. Like how many people have died? Let's look at the death count. Someone talk while I look up the count. It's like thirty thousand. Can you can you not say yeah. it like you're you're seeing how many points like a player scored in a in a game? Like, we'll look up the rebounds. Let's, let's watch the replay. Someone pull up the numbers. New York City alone, because like the rest of the state doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. It's about thirty thousand. Yeah, thirty thousand people died. Like every single person partying at Steinway, or who have partied at Steinway, has at least a second degree association with someone who's died i'm pretty sure uh i mean um, yeah it's um i forgot how many it's one out of maybe like every 290 new yorkers who died that's yeah the same number actually it's no like the i feel like it's one of those things where unless it happens to you or unless it happens to someone who you know like it doesn't really register as real which is why people are so easily just going out and just whatever, like relaxing. Do you guys know uh, Bell Boulevard in Bayside? Yes. Um, I was out there last Thursday, and it was pretty crowded. Like everybody had masks on, but it was still like 
Like, I know why I'm outside, so I'm not, like, talking, like, oh, I'm better than these people who are also outside. But it's also, like, why are we all outside? What were you doing outside? Yeah, uh, I got invited to an antibody party. Huh? Yeah. Um, I, I, wait, hold, wait, hold. You, you could have just said, like, oh, yeah, my friend's uh, story was was on Bumblefuck. Jordan, we're about to drag you. What the fuck is an antibody party? I mean, it's, it's not like an exactly attempt to get antibodies. Like. It was like my friend wanted to do something for his birthday, but only with people who already had the virus. Yeah. You, you I mean, you can get it again. There's, but, yeah, there's no reason. Yeah. They have no idea what having an antibody actually does to your, your disease resistance. And people yeah, I mean, we, uh, we all stayed fine, but also we stayed like away from people. So. But I also don't get the point of like going there to be near people and then staying away from all the people and just kind of like standing in public for no reason. Yeah, I would say that the, 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 the reason why it doesn't make sense is because you're not supposed to go out in the first place, but that's, yeah. that's just, see, you know, here is a, here is a very like clear example of like the stuff I was talking to Andy about like before the podcast where I feel like it's not socially is it socially acceptable to drag people for going outside because uh, I feel like it's not it doesn't well, feel like it is anymore it kind of depends because if it's like um, I think if they're being frivolous yeah if it's like unnecessary outside or if it's like explicitly unsafe outside where you're like not even you're not wearing a mask you're not trying to stay away from people can you imagine being an essential worker like on your way to work commuting and then someone's like how dare you be outside you're gonna get yeah. sick. no no yeah no i mean that's there's a difference between like like working i think yeah. is like one thing but, yeah, but i feel like i feel like somehow i've ended up on this like extreme like point of view where i'm just like oh like if you don't need to go outside like just don't go outside like at all yep. and i feel like every time someone's like oh yeah like i'm going to visit someone but, you know, I'm going to wear a mask or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but you're going to visit your friend. You're not, like, not wearing your mask and staying six feet away from your friend because I know how, like, people are. But then I just feel like a jerk. Um, I feel that way I about uh, not, not not even just, like, people go outside. Because I'm not even saying I'm, like, absolved from this. Like, I shouldn't have gone outside and then I still did. But um, it's also, like, people who – and I don't have a, a huge need to do this. But I just don't understand people who go for walks in crowded areas. I feel you. I feel like that the problem with that is that everyone's going for walks and every place where people want to walk is like crowded. Yeah, but it's like just don't go for a walk. I mean, some people need exercise. Man. I'm actually going to get a haircut in a, in a second. Oh, so, my God. I, I also got a haircut. Yeah. So I have to I'm going to wear a mask. I think so. I checked out the place just to see if they're open. Right. And they have like every every person has a mask and a face shield. Or all the staff have a mask and a face shield, and they only have two chairs on the opposite ends of the salon, which I thought was really like, oh damn, like it's getting serious. And yeah, it's one of those where it's yeah. like you you don't know if they're gonna make it or not. I hope they I hope they do all right. My barber shop did every other chair, but as soon as they reopened, that's like I've been going to that barber shop like in the neighborhood that I'm from for like ten years. So it's like yeah, I gotta fucking go make sure. One of the small businesses that I use the most doesn't die, so I'm gonna go get a haircut. That's another L for for capitalism, man. Just keep holding them. Another L. <laughs> yeah. No, because no, because here is here is the thing, and, 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 and here is the thing, TM. Um, people are going outside not just because 
they want to, but because they're being enabled. Restaurants are open. Barbershops are open. Places are open. And these things are open because um, our capitalist system of economics or whatever, our economy, our, our systems of, of keeping people in place, right? And, and the things that build up our society are forcing these people to to want to be open because if they don't, there's like things are going to collapse. Yeah. Like if you have a restaurant and you're paying this like massive amount of rent because restaurant rent is like like huge um, and you're not actually pulling in money, like that shit's rough. Same thing as a barbershop. Same thing with all these small businesses. That's why all these like businesses want to open. That's why when people get it's- COVID... It's they don't part want to, of that. Like, tell it. Yeah. It's part of that. You know, like, my, um, I guess, I don't really care how personal that I get. My mom's husband owns a, owns a flower shop, and he's just, he's just been fucking bored for months. Like, it's, it's not even, like, a making money thing. I mean, obviously, like, you know, he needs to keep revenue in, but it's just, like, a, he has nothing to do. He, uh, he takes a bike ride every day, and that's pretty much it. He takes a bike ride, and he watches TV, or he reads a magazine. Yeah, that's but fine. he just, like, wants his business open for the sake of it so that, like, he has something to do. Yeah, but that's, that's like, it. the thing about it is that, like, all this stuff is irresponsible, right? Like, him wanting his business open is, like, you're, anybody wanting their business open right now is, like, is, like, technically, just by the numbers, like I just believe is irresponsible. Like I think that, like you know, I'm 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 really hardlining here. So um, no, it, I mean I I I get it. It's just uh, you know, that's also like obviously it's not us because I don't think we care about work that much. But people who own businesses, even people who like you know participate in businesses, like it's good to have something to do. Yeah. Like, no. Like I, busy. I'm yeah. I'm very easily entertained at home. I don't really need to go anywhere. But like. You know, some people, they just need to work. And the thing is right now, um, you know, if you're doing it safely, as long as you have nobody like in the store, then we have the transmission rate down low enough that it's. And enough people are wearing masks because it's mandatory that. Having your business and then having people do pickups is fine right now. Yeah. I just think we should just be in total lockdown. I think like any I think I think the problem with with statements like being like, oh, like it's totally fine right now. Like scientifically, like that could be true, but people take that and they run with it like too much. Like when you say like, oh, like the transmission rate is down, like you could operate our businesses. All of a sudden people are like, oh, so I'm just not going to go with a mask because it's safe, right? Somehow, like they somehow extrapolate, like you give them an inch and they take like, uh, what is it, a mile? They take a mile. In in New York City, it's mostly fine because New York's you know it's very partisan, like whether people are wearing masks or not. Not in Steinway, but which is in the middle of Queens. They were wearing masks. Where the most people died, they weren't. Steinway, Astoria. They weren't. They were none of them were wearing masks. No social distancing. No masks. Oh yeah, large crowds of maskless revelers. Oh, that's from the New York. It looks like a good time in twenty nine in twenty eighteen. It, it looks like 2018, like, 2019, January, 2020, fine. You know, like have your fun, whatever. Like it, I might it, even be there. It's still <laughs> like, you know, there are places in the middle of the country that like it's a social stigma to wear a mask. It's not like yeah. here. Yeah. This is like an omen in 2020. It's just like I. Yeah, did you see when Britain reopened the pubs? Oh, my God. Yeah, they went fucking. They went. They went too crazy. They went way too crazy. When Britain reopened the pubs, 
it's just it's just wild man yeah, but there's i remember the problem is that like even if what is it i think even if our the government said like hey like we're still on full lockdown everyone i know it's bad we need to chill i feel like something like this would have happened right yeah but it's about like i guess actively discouraging it of course right and then maybe having you know i guess like people like a secret police yeah no not secret police just uh -huh. regular police police law enforcement driving around and being like hey what are you doing outside get out go out go back home uh you yeah know? i don't i don't think that's gonna work right now no that did no that did no but i'm saying before like it also like worked like that where like if you were outside like they were just slapping people with fines that were just like chilling out for no yeah, reason was, so there was a yeah that was happening a, a while back too when it was super bad um i i did share my concerns about you know if we give the government a lot of these powers during corona how much of them are still going to be around after the pandemic's over and how much more of a, a police surveillance state is is the america going to look like but now it's kind of like you know maybe some people do need a, a slap on the wrist like like watching all these people crowd in a single block uh in this day and age it's kind of a kind of discouraging i mean what they really need to do like to prevent cases from somewhere else is they need to just shut down the airports like for leisure travel okay that's interesting because sure. i think okay. I th the new york problem because like we passed like the big slope of the curve already like we're on the downward part where like we've gotten the transmission rate down is that we need to prevent other states from making it rise or like people going out to other states like people going to disney world right and then coming back like stuff or like people that. just coming here because people are like still coming here for tourism for some reason and we just need to completely shut down leisure travel in the united states not just in new york like that's that's the thing that just needs to not be shut down travel yeah that needs to not be a thing for a while actually uh i think one of the reasons that airlines won't shut down is because they they want to make money you know uh, capitalism another l capitalism. boom got them even so a few months back there was actually when it got super serious they were talking about how like airlines are all going to be basically annihilated by this yeah um and they actually received like a like a billion dollar bet i don't think i forget how much money it was but they received it was like a shit ton of money and they said it still wasn't enough yeah it was like they received because, like a massive amount of money because that industry like those companies were not built and i don't think any companies were built with the pandemic in mind where yeah. they just had the amount of money just like keep their business running without any income while still paying the workers and still doing everything and that's why you know, like all these systems are so fragile and that's why we need a safety net for like everybody. And that's why, um, you know, the world being the way it is, America being the way it is, it's unsustainable and you can't do that. And it's not right. And, you know, all this wouldn't be a problem if all those workers could just like, you know, live happy and have a good quality of living without having to work. But we don't have that. And so everything is just like fucking collapsing because of capitalism. Fuck capitalism. Yeah, I mean, the, the US just doesn't have a... Like other countries, other countries that are ca capitalist, you know, they have social safety nets. They're just a lot better than ours, but they still could be better. <laughs> like our social safety net is nothing. Yeah, it sucks ass. It's awful. Yeah, like it's, it's really interesting to watch 
the, the but the economy people fumble over when it's like there's a better solution to this that's affordable that just needs to be allocated properly. Where it's like, yeah, people aren't at risk at uh, not being able to pay rent. If uh, it's a problem of execution, I think, and how how you sell it to Americans. Well, it's like you know, uh, you know that like Greece is like an economic shithole right now, right? Yeah, and it has been for a while. That's because like they implemented a social safety net that was really expensive that didn't work. So I understand that like it's difficult to implement, but a lot of other countries also did it perfectly fine. Yeah, I also feel like like I don't know. You shouldn't ridicule people for trying something like really great and then like failing at it like i feel like that's the exact kind of mentality that leads to just like um like apathy like greece was trying to make it so that like every citizen could retire at like 60 or something like that and have like a full like retirement thing and everyone would be like all happy and i'm like that's lit that's great like more countries should try to do things like that and you know of course try to not wreck the economy but at the same time it's like good for them for trying it you know, like, I think that's wonderful. I think that, um, well, but also now it's worse. Yeah, it's worse now. But so, yeah, let's, let's not pretend that it was the execution was good. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't mean the execution, is good, but I'm saying like we should encourage because too many times, too many a time people have probably brought that up being like, oh, yeah, that's why like we shouldn't try to do like good things. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is government here for other than to serve the people and make our lives better? If that's not the point of government, then like, what are we even doing? Well, I mean, a lot of people just think the point of government is to just not really be there. Which is fucking stupid because you drive on fucking roads. Or build not all of them. The government. Not everybody. Do we have the dominoes discussion like last week or another week? Like, was that, was that this? Yeah, no, because um, dominoes at some point like built some roads because the roads weren't good enough. And they put like advertisements on the roads. Makes sense. But also, <laughs> fuck dominoes. <laughs> I, actually, I, I hate like the lot. idea of like private roads and just I hate American private infrastructure anything. is so poor that our business is hurting. Let's just improve American infrastructure. Yeah, so we can make money. I mean, I'm with shitting on libertarianism because I think libertarianism is like the stupidest raw political philosophy there is. Not the most evil, okay. just the stupidest. Pick fights, pick fights. Let's go. It's just stupid. It's just, I agree. It's. It's weird that you're deciding that one thing is a panacea. That it just, it's like, okay, we will do nothing and it will all end up okay. Like, how much privilege do you have to have to believe that? We'll do nothing because someone out there will do something. And it doesn't. Yeah, it's like they don't believe in society, even though they exist because society allows them to and encourages their existence. It's so stupid. Human beings survive by working Have together. The read- only reason. Atlas Shrugged? No, I haven't. Is that, that book the, is so fucking stupid. Anne Rand book? Yeah, because that, that book is like just the, the libertarian Bible because that's like, oh, there was too much regulation, so all the companies went to other countries, you know, where there are more regulation. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I, I also don't like when people identify as libertarian because they want to sound like cool cool more rational because it's like you know not one of the major parties and then it's something that's not smart i used to identify as a libertarian like in high school but that's because i thought ron paul was like cute looking but he's also a racist so i don't (laughs) i don't that's a terrible reason (laughs) ill 
<laughs> I used to like Ron Paul memes because he looks so adorable. What do you mean? You mean like a, like a like a, the nice old man down the street? Yeah. Who also just happens to hate minorities? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The internet it'll rot your brain really well. <laughs> we should abolish Reddit. Nothing cuter than walking down the street and waving hi to your grandpa Paul. Because I was subscribed to like what is it R slash Ron Paul memes? I or like like R slash Ron Paul memes is that that is real? There are no posts on the subreddit. Or like R slash Ron Paul. I don't know. Like R slash Libertarian. Is some. Can you imagine being in high school and then everyone has like a click and then you're just part of the Ron Paul fandom? (laughs) I don't think he has to imagine. (laughs) I think he can just remember. We stand Ron Paul. (laughs) Ron Paul, y'all. Like that was the thing. Okay, whatever. Ron Paul 2016. It was 2012. <laughs> yeah, it was it was 2012. That was that was when we were in high school. We weren't in high school in 2016. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. I'm not laughing at you. I'm I remember okay. there was a, a third topic you wanted to get to, right? Before that, I remember when I was in fifth grade. Um, I was at this dinner, right? And I had been reading a lot of boondocks. Oh, no. But I didn't get any of the material, any of the jokes. And boondocks as a comic was, was very political. Um, and all I read was they just kept like like making fun of Bush, and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. That seems like funny. I guess that's funny. And like the art style was cool. I don't. I didn't. I didn't really get it. I don't know why I was reading it. I, mean, I should read it now. I feel like a lot of the Boondocks would go over our heads. And I was um, I was in fifth grade, and I was at this like like dinner thing with like my family and stuff, an extended family, people I didn't know, and like they were just talking about like politics and stuff. And then I was just like. And then there's like, oh, what do you think? Like, as like a joke, they asked like the fifth grade. And I was like, well, well, Bush, right? And then everyone just laughed. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. This politics thing is pretty, pretty interesting. Like, it's <laughs> pretty easy. <laughs> All I have to do is be like, Bush, right? Like, this is... <laughs> They must have thought it was really adorable. They're like, look at this kid and his opinions. Oh, my God. I remember. I was I did, right, though. I did something similar. I was a. Uh... I forget how old I was when Bush versus Kerry was happening. Was it Bush v. Kerry? Yeah, it was. In 2004, 2003. Yeah. And I was, uh, and then uh, my parents were talking about who would win the election. They're like, who? They asked me, like, who do you think is going to win? And you just and rolled up with your cute face. Yeah. Your cute, chubby face. Yeah. And your Michelin man arms. I'm Michelin. And I was like, yo, George Bush has this in the bag. Because I came from school <laughs> where. I came from a really conservative school, and people were really excited for this this homegrown man from Texas, like to stay president. To stay president, yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, that's adorable." He wants Bush to win. It's okay. When you grow up, you'll realize to hate yourself. And they were like, "Yeah, Kerry's got this." And my my family's right from a decently they ate shit. progressive, like decently liberal. <laughs> yeah. And then they ate shit. And then little me felt so proud. That Bush was president. Bush was president. I can't wait. Oh, I've only little me knew how much I, how long I'd savor that experience. <laughs> it wouldn't be long enough. I love the idea of um people just. It's like that scene from The Incredibles where he's just like looking up all his friends in the computer and they all died. I I 
treasure the fact that there are kids out there that just do that but for presidents they just go like george washington's like own slaves and it's like huh huh? it's like abraham lincoln it's like didn't believe that black people were equal it's like and it's like barack obama is like the last one and it's just like bombed like hundreds of thousands of people in the middle east yeah it was like a my friend did a my friend did a report on this like the only president that didn't do something shitty was chester a arthur and everyone else did something shitty like there are presidents that I think like died immediately after becoming president, and so no, they, they, did they did something shitty. And then uh, Chester Arthur was president for four years, and he was okay. All I remember is um, Jimmy Carter was elected president, and then he was like, "Oh man, I own a peanut farm. It would be really unethical for me to, you know, like like talk about peanuts or any any regulations involving farms and stuff. So I'm just gonna sell my farm." And now we got fucking President Goya Beans President and, his, Goya Beans. <laughs> and his family that's endorsing Goya Beans on Instagram like they're influencers. The president and slash influencer. I'm sure president. Jimmy Carter did something awful when he was president. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. he did something because I remember reading the whole thing. It was like a 20 page report and I don't remember what it was, but it was definitely something. It wasn't the peanut farm. Just the danger. Everyone's got president. something. Everyone's got something. But yeah, he he gave up his I'm, his beloved peanut farm. I'm sure, I'm sure that one president was it Chester A. Arthur? No, what's his name? Yeah, it was Chester A. Arthur. It was either Arthur or Garfield. I know Garfield got shot immediately, but I still feel like it wasn't him. He's just like in the corner, like. <laughs> anyway, John, regulating government while he's bleeding. Okay. Yeah. Um, another topic I wanted to talk about. Um, and again, related to like the L's of capitalism and and, and whatnot and uh, our government incompetence, but um, teachers. So a lot of um, there's just like a lot of discussion and and people are like, oh, should we reopen schools? Should we not reopen schools? Like, should we do digital learning, whatever? And there are teachers out there who are quitting their jobs so they don't die um, or resigning early because they don't want to die. I mean, retiring early because they don't want to die um or they're just like stocking up on like i don't know garbage bags and masks and stuff right and there was a video of mike pence saying we don't want schools um closing just because they're listening to cdc guidance and it's like yes we don't all right all right man y'all are the say team. that like it was okay if 0.2 percent of children die yeah 0. 0.02 which is like oh, like six hundred thousand kids it's not that many it's fourteen thousand. Which is still too many, but not six hundred. It's not a. Wasn't there a no? Okay, maybe I was reading a different whatever. Okay, a lot of numbers, but sure. Fourteen. You know, now that I said six hundred thousand, fourteen thousand seems like okay, but it isn't. Yeah, it's fourteen thousand kids. Is that a stadium? That's not even a full stadium. That's not even a full stadium, right? Fourteen thousand. That's a full stadium in like Canada. Yeah, think of all those Canadian kids that are going to die. You know, it's just, it's crazy that this is even under consideration. I have a uh, friend who's a teacher and, hmm? yeah, it's, I mean, it is like crazy, but it's not surprising. Oh yeah. No, no, not, not, not surprising at all. But my friend, she's a teacher and she's just like, okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. People are writing wills. Teachers. They're yeah, writing they words. They're just like, yeah, like if I die, which might happen just because I'm stuck in a non-ventilated room full of like 30 kids 
all of whom could have coronavirus. All of whom are already disgusting without a virus. Exactly. It's fucked, bro. It's fucked. Mike Pence, you you shouldn't close your school just because you're following the CDC guidelines. Like, come on. No, you should close your school because you want to follow the CDC guidelines. No, I'm saying he said that. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you don't want schools to see it. Influenced uh, by that shady CDC. Who do they work for? Nobody knows. Oh, the data thing. Oh, the data thing is fucked. Like, what? Oh, my God. Like, apparently all coronavirus data isn't just going to be sent directly to the CDC anymore. It's going to be routed through some weird-ass Trump server, whatever the fuck that means. But uh, The HHS? <sighs> like health and Human Services. It's just data suppression. Like, if you look at the, um, like, I use, it's, uh, I use a different counter, and I check it every day. It's like Florida has many, many new cases. Florida has 12,000 new cases today and supposedly 84 deaths, which is not true. There's way more than that. Not only 84 people are dying. That's ridiculous. That's insane. I'm sure it's going to be like a public... What happened to that fourth branch of government? Like, we must know. Yeah, like, in New York, we had, a couple days ago, I think we had, like, a th- um, less than a third of that. We had less than 4,000 cases, and we had more deaths because we're reporting them. Yeah. I was actually surprised that New York is getting such good publicity because of uh, Cuomo, considering we have some of the worst – we had some of the worst coronavirus numbers. Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're getting good publicity because we're just, you know, we were kind of an experiment for the rest of the country where it's like, you know, New York is more public transportation heavy than a lot of other places in the United States. So something was going to happen no matter what we did. And now, like in Queens yesterday, we just had 92 more cases, which is really impressive. Fucking Steinway. Wait, impressive? No, I mean, that's that's probably going to be a shockwave in like a week or two. That's not right now. Wait, 92 case, new cases is a good number for us. I yeah. think so, yeah. That's very that well. is. Because during, during the case. peak of this, we had, like I know in Queens, and Elmhurst Hospital specifically, it was like hundreds of people dying a day. Yeah, they couldn't fit all the bodies. They had to like put them in like storage units outside. Oh, damn. Yeah, so the transmission rate is actually like low enough right now that we can have like a little bit of stuff back, but we should still... Calm down. Like, if I was on Bell Boulevard and I saw, like, people not wearing masks, I would have just bailed immediately. But people were wearing masks. They were sitting far apart. And um, it was still stupid to go out. But I, I felt safe. Like, not as safe yeah. as I would have no. felt at home, but it felt better. I think I think that, like, personally, my stance on it is that, like, you shouldn't go outside for, like, what reason, like, whatsoever. Like, but if you're going to go outside and you're wearing a mask and everyone else is wearing a mask, it's like, you know, I, I, I would be a jerk for, like, you know, really, like... No, I, I don't think we're being a jerk. I'm, I'm shitting on me. Oh, okay. So I'm okay with us all shitting on me. Okay, because I'm just, like, when, when people are like, oh, I'm going to go to this pool party with people that I know, and I'm like, okay, so you know exactly where they've been in the past, like, 14 days. You know that they don't have coronavirus. You know that none of the people in their households have coronavirus. You've done, like, the contact tracing. You've done all that. Y'all have done all that, and you guys are going to wear masks and stay six feet away from each other. And then... If you ask them that, they're going to be like, well, of course not. But I mean, like, we, we don't have coronavirus. Me and, <laughs> me and my roommates, we kind of like broke our going outside cherry because we had to go find a new apartment. Yeah. 
new living conditions. Sure. Yeah, but like if you if like theoretically, right? If you literally do that and you all wear masks and you just like go outside and you only sit close to each other and you stay six feet away from everybody else, that's safe. Quote unquote. Like that's yeah. not that's not on you. It's on them. Because you're wearing the mask, you're doing everything, you're washing your hands, whatever the fuck. You know. Yeah, I'm fucking I, I have my uh my Purell on my belt. It's <laughs> That's the holster. Seriously, I went through um when I was out, I went through a whole container of Purell. Like every time I touch something, I feel so basically bad I, I fucking I Purelled my elbows. Oh my god! I remember one of the one of the biggest surprises about the the good publicity is because uh one of the biggest storylines when New York was going through some storylines the awful time was <laughs> the, the COVID arc. The COVID, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's the final season. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> don't, 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 don't say that. You're right. I'm not, I'm not gonna wood right now. That's the like, season that's like finale Andrew of Cuomo. coronavirus. Remember, Andrew Cuomo was made made a poster, and it was like New York, like New York strong or whatever, because we're over the coronavirus. I'm like, you're such a fucking idiot. You're gonna look like such a fucking stupid idiot. Yeah. Like, if people, when, when you- well, we are, because we're like still pretty strict. Like compared to other places in the United States, we're very strict about the regulations. Like some places are just like you know, fuck it. Like when did he tweet? We'll that? have NBA games again, like Florida. Was that recent? He made a poster. There's a poster on sale. Oh my god! But that was that. That's like recently, right? Yes, Cuomo was like, yeah, New York strong, and it was like all the all the bad things that happened, like on a poster, and it was like us like going getting past it. I don't know what it was. Also, like Cuomo's using this power to like. Like slash like budgets and shit like that. It's kind of crazy. Like if you actually look into it, like a nerd, and you pay attention to like local politics, like a nerd, um, like uh, you know, there's some stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you know, ner- I'm good with going back to hating Cuomo, but he did handle this pretty much fine, competently ish. He handled this pretty I much fi- like if you compare that to like what's going on in Florida. It's yeah. Basically, yeah. So uh, like our standards are really low. If our standard for like it's like. He did his job well, but he's also doing these other awful things as extra. But he did his job like okay, golf yeah. clap, you know, everyone loves him, like be president because everyone else is just like fucking yeah. Oh no, he did it like he did this, like if you compare it to the rest of the United States that was like, Oh, like you know, the economy or just like, Oh, I don't want to wear a mask, like you know, Cuomo was just exceptionally caring about human lives for a little bit. Yeah, Cuomo is like a decent person. Which is a really high standard for a governor. I think I'm not going to say apparently because I feel like we should have known that already. So actually, uh, I was going to say one of the reasons that I was surprised is because uh, people were talking about when New York closed, they were counting the numbers on how many people died because New York didn't close early enough. And that was when people like we were still very reluctant about shutting down. New York was reluctant about shutting shutting down yeah we could have saved like probably thousands, thousands of lives yeah thousands. yeah if we were if we were preemptive we would have saved Tens that much thousands. and Hundreds then we we still shut down earlier than a lot of other places in the country did but like yeah. the idea that like that's forgettable is kind of insane and i'm not yeah. saying like, we have to be hung up on it but i'm just kind of no we should we should be hung up on it because it, the only reason that they were reluctant is because of like economy the economy and businesses and stuff like that. And and too many a time are human lives put underneath monetary value. Yeah. Like too many time uh, are people, actual people 
like just just crushed under the pedestal of like the economy and during the whole coronavirus thing the economy's been fine it, which is it, crazy no, right it, no it has not no 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 no, no I mean, oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry the stock market the 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 indicator the popular indicator for how well the economy is doing is the stock market right and the stock market has been completely fine has it been yes uh, no, unequivocally. it hasn't really yeah no it has been it has been like it rebounded completely okay that doesn't mean that it's okay that means it's a bubble no 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 no. i'm not saying that means it's actually okay but i'm saying it's an indicator of something and it's like how bad like we've actually gotten because you would think that with all the people dead and like all the actual economic uncertainty that the stock market would just be like oh hey like you know maybe things are like bad but no like we're on this like bubble right of like oh like yeah look like everything's fine like everything's gonna be okay and it's just like it's it's fucking crazy so i think you're saying like intuition says it should be worse than it is i mean it also like the stock market like literally i'm looking at the chart right now it, it has not completely recovered it's not in the pit anymore but it's not where it was yeah but i'm saying like it definitely should be lower than it is way lower than it is just by nature of like well, that's also like, you know, people people don't know terms that aren't that fancy, like the underemployment rate that has gotten worse, but was also bad beforehand. It was super bad for it. I remember that was a that was a talking point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's worse now because, you know, that still that aligns pretty well with unemployment. Yeah. Like that's that's a much better measure of how people are doing. Yeah, I remember um like part of like Yang's campaign, he was talking about like how we shouldn't use these as like indicators of like economic success, but we should use things like what is it like oh no, like average income or some some other shit that was better. Because the people always point to like the economy, it's like, wow, look how how like well we're doing. Like look at our like I don't know, GDP yeah, or whatever well the fuck. Massive but yeah, yeah, speaking about this, like uh, you know, like Cuomo did fine, and then you take places like if I was in Florida right now, I wouldn't go outside. Like I would treat the outside air like poison. Like, I was treating New York air from about March to June. Like, I really didn't want to go outside. And now it's like, you know, we actually did this to the point where if people are wearing masks, we're slowing down the transmission rate enough where it's safer. Like, it's it's still like you should be staying inside most of the time. But as long as you're outside and you're wearing a mask, it's a lot safer than it was. Which is good. Yeah, and that's because we had a governor that was like, hey, this is going to be really bad. We jumped the gun too late, but we still have to we still have to shut the fuck down right now. I'd like and to also, like, New York and California is most of the U.S. economy. Yeah. So, I mean, California's fucked. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter at all, like, if Kansas shuts down. <laughs> sorry if you're from Kansas. Yeah, like if no, I'm not. I'm not sorry. But no, your state matters. Your lives matter. You think Kansas like a third world country, or is that Kentucky? That's Alabama. That's Alabama. Alabama is like it's Alabama and Mississippi, and then everywhere else is is better than third world. But yeah, it's uh, you know if Kansas shut down, it wouldn't really have ramifications for the United States. And then when New York shut down, that was kind of what tanked the economy in the first place like really tanked it yeah and then as new york started to get better like the economy has started to get better but uh yeah or more that's why we should get more of a say in government coastal elites forever coastal elites forever let's go oh yeah 
And so you know why the term coastal elite confuses me? Why? I mean, because it's true. <laughs> not just because it's true, but because there are more of there are more people who live on the coast than there are people who don't live on the coast. Yeah, technically, it's like the rural elite. Yeah, the rural is like a much smaller. Like I think on the on the two U.S. coasts, if you go along those states, it's like sixty two percent of the population lives on a coastal state, and then about fifty percent lives near one of the oceans. So there are literally more of us. But they're probably talking about people who are like landlocked and like, you know, hate hearing about news from New York and Cali and seeing us near like ports and shit. Yeah, but we're better than them. We deserve it. Goddamn. Yeah. If you're listening from a landlocked state, we love you and care about you and we thank you for your viewership. And no, also, not, not every landlocked state. Like, uh, I think no, the middle everyone. of the country, like, no, not every landlocked state because other countries have like, uh, not other countries. Some of the states like have big enough cities that they have sizable economies. And then you have something like Kansas, which isn't important in any Kansas doesn't even have Kansas city. What Kansas has a, they have Superman, don't they? Superman <laughs> isn't a city. No, they have like important stuff like that comes out. Superman's of... based in Burbank, California. No, I mean like, like his economic value things that to, to be known for. Okay. Kansas. Know, not not uh, things to be known for. It's just like Superman corn. Um, Iowa. That's it. They have a what is it? It's just that uh, they don't have a city with a big enough economy for it to like really have a bearing. But you know, if you take a place like like Pennsylvania, which has Philadelphia, that place actually matters. Or if you take a city like uh like Houston or Dallas or Phoenix, you know those places actually like have impacts on the national economy, and then Kansas doesn't. Really sad. Sorry, Kansas. We still care about you. Thanks. We're for basically that. saying that, like, if the U.S. was like a pie and we cut out that piece, the pie would still be just as good, if not better. Yeah, it's like cutting out. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. It's like cutting out the plate. It's like no, cutting no. out the tumor. I get it. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the rotten part of the fruit that you cut off so you can eat the rest of it. Yeah, I feel like, like if the U.S. was a banana. Yeah. It would be mostly like yellow in like the coastal parts, but then the rest of it's just brown. So we just like cut it out. Rude. But yeah, we uh yeah, but now you know places like Florida, Arizona, Texas, like those places are fucked because they're places with Republican leadership that like didn't even respond to the threat after they should have. It's like they they watched someone else get it wrong and watched someone else get it right, and they chose to do it wrong. Yeah, like legitimately, like my my grandpa lives in Florida. If I was in Florida, I would totally treat the air as poison right now. Probably because the moment you go outside, there's another dude within six feet of you because everyone's out partying. The entire well, state- I mean, he, my my grandpa lives in an old people community, so probably not him. Oh. Wait, yeah, probably schools, not him specifically for that. Must be so like, must feel so bad right now, because like. Everyone working there is working with like a vulnerable population, and then they're also not receiving support. And it's like it must be super terrifying. Like I hope everyone's all right. They're not. I know. That's this. We we don't want to end on a on a message of hopelessness. You know, we want to. No, we do. We do because the United <laughs> no. States is hopeless. Oh come on! It actually is. No, it is. It is. It is. It is. That's why um there's a riot declared. At the Portland Police Association headquarters, as people set the union office on fire, set more things on fire, change the world, 
we're not going to get things done by working with the system. I thought you were going to segue into Socialist King. and then No, that is. That is. Actually. Like, you know what's crazy is that this entire time, whenever Trump did anything fucked up that, like, killed people, we were just told, vote, vote, vote. Like, wait, what? Four years? Wait, what? Two years? Just wait to vote? Wait while these people are dying? No. Fuck that. Light things on fire. March in the streets. I'm gonna, fuck everything up. I'm gonna. All right, so I'll, I'm gonna dissent with the light things on fire opinion. I'm gonna support the lighting things on fire did more than quote unquote peaceful protests. Sh- sure. Than painting the streets. Sure. I, I won't. I won't say. I won't tell the listeners. Hey, it's a great idea to go out and set things on fire. There might be impressionable young viewers listening. Well, if you it... don't go out and set things on fire, educate yourselves on the history of, you know. Civil, like social activism and and then set shit on fire media and said hold on and then you know figure out like what the most america effect. was built off the tarred and feathered uh well so that's a, that was a very basically hard- i i think what john is trying to say but not quite as neatly is that um you know if you make setting buildings on fire a political <laughs> tactic if you make setting if you make setting buildings on fire a political tactic and then people set buildings on fire, that's kind of your fault. John's like pouring a jerry can of gasoline and John's like, well, so what I think John is saying. <laughs> yeah, no, John's but, I mean John's like the Ben and Jerry's, and then I'm the oh, like you know, we stand with Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, or like Pretty listen, cool. I, I don't want people to die. And I don't. So that's, you know, that's if you're a gonna bold light sense. The bold stance, bold stance. If you want to to light buildings on fire, please do them in like unpopulated buildings like that Wendy's where no one got hurt. Make sure it's unpopulated, light it on fire just as a political statement, not to really hurt anybody physically, just hurt pockets. Because the pockets is what matters. I have to re- reiterate that there there are way more entry level methods of uh, you know enacting change in your area. Uh, yeah, then lighting things on fire. Sure, like passing out flyers. That yeah. doesn't matter. Um, you know, uh, local elections matter. Local elections. Local elections. Sure, matter. sure. But that's waiting again, oh, right? You're waiting. I just feel you know what, like don't. Sure, buy buy a jerry can of gasoline, but but don't. I I, I think when people say that it's not, it's not like a like oh just go and vote and you should vote. It's like hey like also do other stuff. But yeah, hey, yeah. remember to vote next time, and we're gonna start now. It's not. Let's not fuck around. It's not desperate enough that it's either like complacency or arson. You have you have options. Believe in yourself. Yeah. There's protesting. Yeah, people are out there. There are. People but then, like, you know, arson when, when, is when objectively it, more fun and more impactful. When no. you're all like protesting, just like be that guy. I was like, hey, yo, we should light this Wendy's on fire. Just make sure no yeah. one's in there and just are like. Really interested. There are way more people who have way more experience in enacting change than we do. Go follow their example. And if you happen yeah. to be an arsonist, sure. don't follow that person. Yo, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is um, you have people who have worked their entire lives forwarding civil rights, and we still have black people getting killed in the streets. All right. So you're saying what saying. they really needed was like a couple arsonists. Maybe, yeah. All right. Well, we're going <laughs> to – No, no. No, okay. Honestly, honestly. Seriously. No, seriously. 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 Like an actual serious discussion, okay. right? Like I feel like this whole like joking thing, like I feel like I am joking like half the time, but like as time has gone on, I've just gotten less and less joking because this Charles Xavier Magneto shit is like real. You have people – like what is it? Uh, uh, Elijah Cummings or, or – no, John Lewis. Um, What is it? Like a 17-term congressman? Something uh, like that, yeah. 17-term congressman. Um, fought for civil rights, did whatever, and we still have all this shit. He spent his whole fucking life fighting for this, fighting within the system. All these people are fighting 
You know, all these people are doing all these things, trying to get this thing to work for them. And it still hasn't. And they can are I, still suffering. Wait, can I explain the fire thing in a nerdier way? Yeah, go go ahead. It's it's literally that, um, you know, and uh, we touched upon this where it's like, if you complain about peaceful protests in the past, if you don't listen to peaceful protests, then they will eventually turn into burn everything down. Yeah. But it's also, you kind of have to blame not the people who are burning it down, but you're blaming the people who aren't listening to the that let it escalate protest that basically say like hey like uh we're not going to notice it unless you do this and then once they do that because that is a political tactic it's just, just complain about how they're protesting so then you escalate it to the point where it's actually violent so you can get more people to disagree with it and then pretend it's been bad the whole time and then you have arsonists that yeah that's like a legitimate political tactic and that it's also a political tactic to you know, burn property down. Yeah, it is. A, it is a strategy. I'm just saying. I don't want to. I don't want to encourage it here. We, sure. No. And that that is your prerogative. That is your prerogative. Like you're allowed to. I'm not. I'm not trying to like force my views on anybody else. I'm just arguing. Listening. Uh, go vote. Go tweet about it and uh, change your profile picture. Yeah, happen. I don't think I don't think as a podcast we have a collective stance on what we should be doing except like, you know, do the right thing. Don't commit. Do the right thing. thing. Uh, I'm actually we're so next week is actually going to we're going to call to a vote. Are we <laughs> yay or nay arson? Yay or okay, well, we have to like specify what that means. <laughs> we just know? took the vote. John is yes, you're a no. I'm a yes sometimes. No, don't. Yes, no, so it's one and a half to one and a half. No, no, that's some cop out shit. All right, we're gonna. That's excellent. Listen, if I get outvoted, if I get outvoted next week, we're we're an arson podcast. No, because it's it's literally about. Um, I'm not saying arson is okay, but I'm saying blame it on the right people. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the arson wouldn't be happening if you just listen to whatever the fuck yeah. everyone was saying, like being peaceful, like the the painting the streets thing. Fuck that, and you have people like getting protected as they're painting over it. Like you kidding me? Like yeah. every time there's a Blue Lives Matter like protest, like all no, I'm sorry, Blue Lives Matter like whatever the fuck they're doing because it's not protesting. Yeah, I don't um, know what they, they do. I think it's just they get protected on Facebook. They just show up. They have a good time. They call it activism. It's so it's so fucking it's it's so fucked. It is fucked. That's so why we gotta so you, burn it down. So you're really not trying to end on on a message of hope. This is a message of hope, a, a hope for a better future, a hope that will be sparked by flames and action. I like it. More action than flames. More action. Yeah. No, okay, just All right, a, let me, a, a, I, I a have metaphorical a, flames of action. Flames I'm going to end this action. with a collective statement that includes everything that we just said. All right, I right, get it. So it's basically that, hey, uh, we kind of need arson, but it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> sure. This podcast is brought to you by Double Hump. Double Hump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do, do you want to talk about anything else before we sign off? All right. Uh, bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>